Greetings, dear friend. I want to sincerely and intentionally appreciate you for being a part of my podcasting channel. I don't take your subscription and uh, your followership for granted. I really appreciate and I believe you are getting value for your time here. It's a privilege for me to have access to your ears, right? Having your ear time so I can speak to your life, share with you principles and practices that would not only transform your life but will make you to live responsibly, productively and profitably. On this episode, I want to begin a series and I call it the Respect Series. The Respect Series. And um, this series would contain five different lessons or five different episodes for your listening pleasure. And um, in this series, I'll be discussing how to respect yourself so that people can respect you too, right? How to respect yourself so that people can respect you too. So the topic of my respect series is titled How to Respect, excuse me, how to respect yourself so that people can respect you too. And I would implore you to follow up on each episode so you can get the full lessons inherent. Right? Thank you very much. So, on this episode, I would start with five. Five ways to respect yourself so that people can respect you too. And I believe if you attend to these five ways, you would gain better relationship with other people. So, I'll begin by telling you this by way of introduction. Your relationship with people determines your level in life. How you relate with people determines your level in life. And by your level, I mean one, the peace you can enjoy, 
to the troubles you can face. Okay. The fruits you can eat for the blisters you can have and five the fulfillment you can derive in life and this is why one of the most important skills you must cultivate for yourself is relationship skills people skills there is a high level of social intelligence that goes with relating with people effectively your greatest problem will be with people also your greatest celebrations would also be with people whatever you have in life now where you are in life now where you will be in life tomorrow is a product of your relationship with people so i want to show you the first five ways you can respect yourself so that people can respect you too now why this topic many persons have complained to me that people don't respect them right that they are not respected they are insulted they are undervalued, they are overlooked, they are ignored, they are tolerated more than they are celebrated. To them, they've had it all wrong. They've had a fair share with people. They've had, sorry, an unfair share with people, right? They've not been dealt favorably They've not been dealt favorably by people. They've always been on the wrong side, right? They are insulted, they are abused, they are deceived, they are they are um, attacked vehemently. People have have become like their greatest nightmare and worst fear. So they end up saying that this world is a very, very difficult, dangerous place. In fact, the world is a good place because they've only been able to attract the wrong persons into their life. Or even from the right persons, they've not gotten what they really deserve. They've not gotten the right treatment. They've not gotten the right um, attitude from others. So they conclude that it is better for them to go alone. But the point is, to go alone is to end up alone. To go alone is to end up lonely. To go alone is to end up fighting your battles alone. This life is not a personal race. You are deceived when they told you that this life is not a personal race no this life is a communal race we we exist in colonies in communities we cannot survive without one another it is the 
our collective efforts together that ensures that the peace and progress and the development we desire comes to play in our environment. But you must know how to relate with people. You must know how to deal with them. You must, you must position yourself with the right attitude and the right behavior so that you will become a blessing to others and not a burden. And that is why I want to show you five ways you can respect yourself so that people will respect you too. Because it is the value you place on yourself that determines the value others will place on you. If you don't respect yourself, nobody will respect you. Having said this, let's go into these five important variables. Number one, stop looking for who is not looking for you. That's right. Stop looking for who is not looking for you. If you want people to respect you, then you must stop looking for who is not looking for you. It does not make sense um, expending energy on a person who is not interested in you. In fact, the more you do that, the more the person sees you as a pest, as a burden. Right? Many, many of us, we tend to pursue relationships that are dead ends. We tend to pursue things that are dead ends. You know this person does not care about you. This person is not concerned about you. This person is not vibing with you. Yet, you insist on building something with him or her. And you end up becoming a burden. You end up seen as um, a troublesome person. You are you are you are troublesome, you are meddlesome. Why? Because they feel that you are trying to force yourself on them. And whenever people feel they are forced, they would react defensively to you. So if you want people to respect you, stop looking for who is not looking for you. You only smile when you are sure that the person you are smiling to will smile back at you. If you go on looking for people, no matter their interest in you, you end up getting yourself hurt. You end up parading yourself as a cheap material. And once you are cheap, you have no value. Once you have no value, you have no respect. Once you have no respect, you become an inconsequential human being in that environment. So if you want people to respect you, stop looking for who is not looking for you. Take your interest, take your concerns, take your cares to where it will be appreciated. There's no point in saying, oh, let me keep trying, let me keep trying. One day, I pray, I believe, I hope, they will turn around to see that I mean well for them. That is a defeatist, useless statement. There's no time to waste time. You don't waste your time on things that are not productive. Your time is 
the critical asset you have for productivity. So you don't waste it on dead ends. You only pursue relationships, you pursue things that are productive and meaningful to your progress. So that's it. Number one, stop looking for who is not looking for you. If you want people to respect you, number two, stop begging. Stop what? Begging. Every beggar loses his self-esteem. Every beggar loses his self-esteem. Every beggar is undervalued. So the moment you begin to beg people, your value is reduced. You know, there are there are things you do that increase your value, makes you visible, makes you attractive. And also there are things you do that reduces, downgrades your value, makes you lose people's people's um, evaluation of who you are. One of those things is begging. Stop begging. Be content with what you have. What you don't have, you don't need. Rather be resourceful, be creative, use your hands, use your head. Maximize opportunities. Rather than beg, seek to um, collaborate. Yes. Rather than beg, what seek to what collaborate. Rather than beg, seek for for assets-driven loans that we use that you can use to multiply value for yourself. Stop begging. Every beggar loses respect the person he or she is begging. If you want people to respect you, stop begging. There is, there is a, 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 a measure of irresponsibility that is always believed about a beggar. So, when you see someone who is begging, it shows the person is irresponsible person lacks contentment and the person is overtly ambitious, greedy. Because why? When you are begging, you are desiring for something you don't have. I see more that. That's covetousness. So stop begging. Does that mean if you have a challenge, you can't seek assistance? You can. But when it becomes the norm that people can associate your character with begging, Oh, here she comes. Oh, here he comes. That whenever you are around people, they say, Oh, he came to bed. Ah, she came to bed. That is a very, very destructive and devaluative valuation of your person. You must carry yourself with dignity and love. Every beggar is a slave to the one who is begging. Every beggar, the 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 future of every beggar is that he or she will one day be insulted. People will not want to come into your place. Because that once they come around you, you want to beg them. Give me now. I beg now. Please, please, please. So when people know that, that you are always you are always around them to collect and not to contribute, they avoid you. So you lose meaningful relationships by begging. 
a beggar is a consumer a beggar comes to exploit comes to take in fact a beggar is a parasite so the moment you start begging and you make it a habit you turn from being an asset to being a parasite and parasites are key nobody tolerates parasites nobody tolerates pests Never will call pesticide. A pesticide is a chemical that destroys, that kills pests. So, so when you become a, a beggar and you make it habitual, you grow from being valuable to becoming a parasite. And once you're a parasite, you are a pest. And once you're a pest, people would use pesticide on you. It is this serious. If you want people to respect you. Number three, stop saying more than is necessary. Stop saying more than is necessary. Right? People who talk too much lose their value. They say it is an empty can that makes the loudest noise. When a can is filled up doesn't make noise but when that can is empty that is when it makes noise when you put when you throw it down it makes jarring scattering disturbing noise but when it is full that noise is not there when it's full it makes news it creates happiness not noise so when you are talking too much you are a noise maker and no person of value likes a noisemaker around him or her. Another proverb says that empty vessels make the loudest noise. People can summarize the quality of your life by your use of words. So you must use words purposefully circumspectly and wisely you don't talk anyhow it's not everything you it's not everything your eyes sees your mouth will say if everything your eyes sees your mouth will say you will land in trouble so to end people's respect you must stop saying more than is necessary you must know when to speak and when to quiet. There is wisdom in self-restraint. There is wisdom in purposeful silence. You must know when to say something and then how to say it. Once you're talkative, once you are garrulous, people have heard you. Why? Because for in every for every talkative lying and distortion becomes common. A talkative will end up being a liar. We end up being a distorter or amplifier of facts and figures. Why? We want to always want to please impress his listeners. When you talk too much, you become a jester. When you are a, when you are a jester, you lose your value. So you must stop saying more than is necessary. Number four, if you want people to respect you, is this 
when people disrespect you, confront them immediately. All right. When people disrespect you, confront them immediately. Hear this. What you tolerate becomes permanent. What you allow takes space in your life. So whatever you don't want to, 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 to take space or take place in your life, never allow it. Someone insults you, don't be quiet. Reply immediately. When someone calls you, you're a fool, you're an idiot, and you're fired. No. Rather than going, leaving that scene and going back home to sulk, to murmur, to bitter, to carry out grudge, confront the person immediately. Finally, people tend to respect those that are bold enough are secure enough, are confident enough to confront insults, confront arguments, confront issues face to face. You don't go behind to say it. So someone offends you, someone insults you, someone vilifies you, confront that person immediately. Whatever you keep quiet over, shows you have your consent. Yes, whatever you keep quiet over has your consent. So if you allow people to talk down on you, your vision, your dreams, your life, your value system, it shows you consented to it. All the malice, all the hates, all the backbites, all the backstabs, Will be non-existent if people confronted issues they faced head on. Be bold enough to confront people. Be bold enough to tell them this thing you did is wrong. Stop it. This thing you did, I was hurt. Why? Confront. Address every issue immediately. Sometimes delay becomes dangerous. Sometimes delay means you accept it. Sometimes delay means you like it. Sometimes the person doesn't know your values. The person won't even know you are hurt because most people won't know they've offended you until you tell them. So if you choose to keep malice with them and you don't tell them, then that circle of insult and hurting will continue. But when you confront them, they now know that these kind of things you off. If they continue in it, you blacklist them from your life. So people will respect you, they will see you as a person of values, as a person that has self-respect when you are able to confront people immediately when they disrespect you. Don't glide over it. Ah, and he or she is not serious. Oh, maybe person didn't know about it. No. That's why your values, your convictions, your lifestyle should be clear so that people will know what you can tolerate and what you cannot tolerate. 
That's very important. When you do these things, you will live confident in these people. Number five, the last one for this episode. It sounds funny, but it's true. But the truth. Don't eat other people's food more than they eat yours. What did I say? If you want people to respect you, don't eat their food more than they eat yours. Human beings have this um, very, very funny, selfish behavior that you tend to eat more of others than they eat of your own. So, for instance, you don't have money, right? And another person has the money and takes you out for lunch. It is, it is your default setting to want to eat. Oh, let's go, let's go, let's go, want to eat, eat, eat. Why? He has the money. You ask yourself, this person I'm eating of like this, has he ever eaten from me before? In fact, any friend that allows you to eat from him constantly without giving you the opportunity to feed him, is a bad friend. Why? The person is not allowing your resourcefulness, your compassion, and your generosity to grow. Again, anybody in your life that is okay with you eating from him or her continuously without giving you the opportunity to feed him or her should be blacklisted. Why? He or she is denying you your ability to be creative, resourceful, and generous. Because why? A giver will not lack. Stop all this free food. All your life, your friends have been taking you out. It is time for you to take that your friend out. He has been buying you, you buying you, you are collecting. You become a collector. It is time to buy for the person. And the person may not complain, especially if he or she has the means. But along the line, as such parasitic relationship continues, the person will get poor. Because when you are not bringing anything to his or her life, and the person keeps growing, Without the person knowing it, the person will start getting pissed off by your behavior. Nobody tolerates a parasite in his own space. Because why? Every parasite becomes a pest that destroys the world. So once a parasite, you will become a pest that will destroy his source of livelihood, destroy his peace, destroy his glory, and destroy his opportunity to attract people that will help his life. So, don't eat other people's food more than they eat yours. Have your own money. When you go out, pay for your food. If if she paid, 
she paid for this food. Pay for the nursing. Learn to take care of your own being. That's how to respect yourself. That people will respect you. If not, the person may not complain, but if the person has siblings or other friends who don't like your parasitic behavior, such a friend would, would demarket you, would downgrade you, will insult you. Every time I come to our house to eat, uh-uh, it's not okay. Go to your own house. There are people that they always wait for their friend who is rich. Oh, yeah, bag. Oh, yeah, bag. Let's go and celebrate. When last did they buy anything for that person? Now we nobody takes it seriously. Why? Why are responsible? So that is it. If you want people to respect you, number one, stop looking for who is not looking for you. Number two, stop begging. Number three, stop saying more than is necessary. Number four, when people disrespect you, confront them immediately. And number five, for this episode, don't eat other people's food more than they eat yours. It is possible to live peaceably with others. It is possible to enjoy the respect the dignity and value of other people. If you set your heart to these five principles, you will live a life that is respectable, admirable, and recommendable. People would want to come to you because you know that you are, you are, you are, you are, you are value. You multiply their value. They inspire them. You motivate them. They are not just a parasite. You are somebody valuable. Therefore, your their relationship with you is a symbiotic one where you both bring the same energy to the table. I pray you I, I, I this is my is my is my desire and belief that you've gotten what you need to win with people. If this this will have been a blessing to you. Share with your friends. And don't forget to look out for the second part of this podcast. I say it is a, a five-pack teaching. I'll be sharing five, five principles for respecting yourself so that other people will respect you. God bless you. Very, very warm greetings, my dearest subscriber. I want to take out time to appreciate you for subscribing to my channel and staying faithful to my podcasts. I don't take it for granted that you are connected to my teachings and I believe you are getting blessed and that is why you are still with me. My promise to you is that I would never negotiate 
on delivering value to you so that each time you tune in to listen to me it will be another valuable session that have the capacity of getting you to think getting you thinking getting you planning getting you into taking actions that will take your life from where you are to where you need to be so i'm grateful for your patronage all right on this episode i want to continue my teaching series i started the respect series where i shared how to respect yourself so that people can respect you too if you miss the first teaching series you can always go back to my podcast list and listen to the first one how to respect yourself so that people can respect you too part one and i shared five things i said one you need to stop looking for who is not looking for you two you need to stop begging three you need to stop saying more than is necessary four when people disrespect you confront them immediately and five don't eat other people's food more than they eat yours so in the last episode i discussed each of these five relevant points and i believe as you listen to them you'll be blessed and if you have listened to them i'm sure you are blessed and you also invited your friends to partake of that glorious diet so today on this episode i want to talk about the second series part two the topic still remains how to respect yourself so that people can respect you too i'll be sharing another five wisdom tools or lessons you must follow if you want people to respect you if you are ready let's go how do you respect yourself so that people can respect you to part two number one you must reduce how you visit some people especially if they don't visit you as well that's right reduce how you visit some people especially if they don't visit you as well this may sound unconventional but be the truth if you are in the habit of visiting people who don't visit you before you know it you become a nuisance to them and when people consider you as a nuisance you will lose your respect in their eyes they will treat you like trash they will never take anything you are saying or doing serious so if you want people to respect you you must reduce how you visit some people if you have that person around you that you always visit but we never give our time to visit you such a person you need to cut down on that your visit that been said that 
when you are too frequent at a place when you are too frequent at a place you are considered a disturbance so if you don't want people to disrespect you to insult you to ask you what's the problem why are you always coming here especially the relatives or children of that person you must be careful in how you hit people right visitation must be ritual but when you find out that you are the only one going out going out going out you are the only one that is committed to seeing that friendship grow such a friendship is a parasitic friendship so you need to reduce how you visit some people especially if they don't visit you as well you must protect your dignity you must protect your personality from being insulted for no reason number two you need to invest in yourself make yourself happy that's right the second way to get people to respect you is by what investing in yourself making yourself happy people will not value you more than how you value yourself in fact it is what you show to others that they will appreciate or repair about your life so if you are careless about your personal growth nobody will take you serious nobody has time for a mediocre in fact nobody wants to associate with someone who is going nowhere no one follows a packed bus so if you want people to respect you you must invest in yourself you must invest in your growth you must invest in your potentials you must invest in your abilities you must be you must invest in your wisdom you must invest in your skills you must make yourself happy be the person that people will always reference as that happy optimistic positive and motivating person full of life if people see that you are always dull you're always pessimistic there is nothing good about your life they will never they will never come close to you so if you want to be respected you must invest in yourself you must make yourself happy right your happiness is a perfume that attracts others to your life bitterness is contagious happiness is contagious so nobody will want to hang around you if you are always bitter why your bitterness will infect them and dull their spirit so you must find a way to make yourself happy do things that make you happy do things that elicit laughter gratitude and joy in you invest in yourself take that course take on that project do that thing that you know will advance your character and will advance your capacity so if you want people to respect you number two you need to invest in yourself you need to make yourself happy hope you are getting value number three if you want people to respect you number three stop entertaining gossip about other people you heard me stop entertaining gossip about other people 
every loud-mouthed person will never attract the right kind of persons into his or her life. If you are loud-mouthed, you are always talking on others. You are a gossip. You are a backbiter. You are the one to give the latest information, latest gist. When someone is sad, you know. When someone is um, going through stuff, you know. And you are quick to announce. You are now called uh, you are an official radio presenter to report and announce. In fact, you give news. Now, to you, you are giving news, but why don't you know that you are making noise? When you intend to give news about other people's failures, troubles and struggles, you are becoming a noise. And when you are a noise, no one will come close to you. So if you want people to respect you, stop entertaining gossip about other people. Because whoever you are gossiping to will equally gossip about you. That thing you told the person in secret will be exposed. You cannot share a private information and not expect it to go public. Someone told you something in confidence and in your character you opened your mouth, right? You made a private information a public discussion. Then your own life too would be taken out of the public. So. If you want people to respect you, to like your presence and to love being around you, you need to stop entertaining gossip about other people. Number four, if you want to respect yourself, how to respect yourself so that people can respect you too. Number four, think before you talk. Think before you talk. Why? 80% of how people value you is what comes out of your mouth. 80% of how people value you is what comes out of your mouth. My friend, your mouth is a revealer of the quality of your life. If you are a talkative, if you talk carelessly, if you talk without wisdom, nobody will respect you. People value you based on what comes out of your mouth. Words are like arrows. Once they've been released, they can never come back. You may have, many, many persons have um, destroyed relationships because of what they said. In fact, behind every quarrel, behind every protracted conflict in a relationship are words spoken carelessly, are words spoken without meaning, words spoken without wisdom. If you can control your mouth, you will control your destiny. If you can control your life, your mouth, you will win and score points with people. If you can control your mouth, you will go far. 
if you can control your mouth, you you will you will you will project a winning, admirable attitude that will attract not just anybody but the right person into your life. So if you want to be respected by people, you must think before you talk. Why? 80% of how people value you is what comes out of your mouth. Very, very important. Are you known for, for gossiping? Are you known for telling lies? Are you known for, for letting out people's secrets? People tell you things in confidence and before they know it, you have publicized their private information. With such a lifestyle, you will never be respected. With such a lifestyle, you will never be considered for anything good. Why? Nobody wants to hang around with a rabble rosa, a garrulous person, a talkative, someone who, who lacks self-control with his or her mouth. Your mouth may be the smallest of your organs, but the most powerful. Your mouth is a driver of your destiny. Your mouth is a driver of your life. What you say determines how people will see you. So if you want to be seen in good light, if you want to be seen and to have good standing with people, you be careful, be selective, think before you talk. Talk with wisdom. Only talk when it is absolutely necessary is a wisdom saying for you number five the last for today for this episode if you want people to respect you always look your best yeah dress the way you should be addressed this sounds like a cliche Right? The way you dress is how you be addressed. But it is an important and strategic lesson in managing your life and earning people's respect. You cannot dress like a prostitute and expect to be treated like a queen. You cannot dress like a motorbiked out and expect to be treated like a king. You cannot dress like a charlatan and expect to be treated like royalty. Your dressing summarizes who you are. Nobody have the no, nobody may have the time to listen to you, to, to hear what you have to say about who you are. So the only thing they, they have to do is to look at your dressing. So your dressing tells them in few in few seconds who you are. So you don't oftentimes say who you are. You show who you are by your actions and your dressing. If people don't respect you, if people don't take you serious, they look down on you. It's high time you considered how you are dressing. As a lady, if every man that comes your way wants to speak with you, you must consider how you are dressing. 
you must consider what what aroma are you sending out so if you want to be respected look your best at all times never be caught wanting dress in a way that whenever your opportunity comes be ready for it if you follow the biblical story the five foolish virgins they are not dressed for they are not dressed for the occasion and when the time to bless them came they, because their dressing was a major requirement for that banquet they had no choice but to go home to change and while they went home to change the bridegroom came and they left so they missed their opportunity to be blessed because they were not blessed for that occasion for some persons because of how shabby and poorly dressed they, they look when their destiny come calling they will take permission to go and change and as you go to change that destiny will be changed from you so always dress in such a way that whenever your destiny come calling whenever an opportunity come calling you don't have to go back up to change what you wear should be enough in fact when you leave your house what you wear should be decent enough to enter any office of influence except you are going to the beach let's say you know this is a beach so anybody who is coming to the beach should expect uh, to see uh, to see you in a bikini or in a top but not when you are just going out to see friends and then you just anyhow what if you meet the CEO of the company you are applying for and tells you oh, I can't let's interview people what do you do oh so let me go and change let me go and wear this let me go and change yeah. so you must dress in such a way that your opportunity your breakthrough will never meet you unprepared dress the way you want to be addressed dress the way you want to be treated if people don't respect you look at your dressing if people don't um, listen to what you have to say look at your dressing you cannot be teaching people how to become a millionaire and yet you are dressing like a poor person yeah are you aware that there are some there are some contracts that they won't give that give you that contract if you are poorly dressed because your your dressing shows how responsible how attention to details you are in fact your dressing is even beyond clothes your choice of car too matters is dressing so any outward appearance or disposition that is needed for glorification is dressing the kind of car you drive kind of dressing there are some there are some contracts that while you are while you are coming they, they set people to, 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 to observe the car you came in with 
if the car you came in with does not does not communicate luxury or value, they can't give you that now. How can you how can I give you a a one billion contract and you are coming to to meet me in a in bicycle or in a in a very very uh, modest sedan or Toyota car. I won't trust you that money. Yes. Sometimes some people fly first class not because of they have the money, but it's part of the dressing. You will never find um, your maybe your destiny helper at that level of reality in uh, economical class. Here you will meet, you won't find kings in public places. You don't find kings in pubs. Kings are located in the VIP section. That is why in your city, make up your mind that at least once a week or a month, you 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 make use of the VIP sections of your local eatery of your of your local um, spa mall, whatever it is, the VIP session because that is where you find kings. Because no pop man, no mediocre, would want to patronize the VIP session. But I would, I would, um, I will share this in another podcast. You know, if you tell uh, 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 someone that uh, uh, a poor person that you bought something for, let's say, hundred dollars, or if you're if you if you if you in Nigeria, you bought something for hundred thousand naira, they will scream, "What? What a waste of money! What? You know, the Judas spirit." Ah. Why do you use that amount of why do you waste that amount of of, uh, of of oil? It should have been sold and given to the poor. Why? So you can collect some back. You know? There is this n- negative mentality that comes with when you save without without not without wisdom. You don't save money to, to hold it. You save money for investment. But for the poor, for the poor person, he saves to hold. The world is safe to invest, safe to, to use it on things that advance his life. So, if going by bus will take 12 hours and going by, by plane will take one hour, the rich man will pay for the plane. Why? So he can save time and save energy. But the poor man will, ah, how much is expensive? So if you want to if you want to attract kings, you must dress that way. Go once in a while, go there, pay for VIP tickets. Your 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 seat partner at that table will be a a a a a a, a destiny helper you can marry for long, or a, an important influence in your city that his contact will open door for you. They are all part of dressing. In fact, as a as a young man, there are some ladies you want to propose to for friendship. 
they, they won't look at your face, they, they look at your shoes. Look at your wrists, to take your wrist watch and your shoes because to them, those things communicate value, communicate sophistication. So if as a, if as a man you are able to invest in quality shoes and wrist watch, it shows that you, you value your life or you, you take your life as a very serious project and you also value her. So, but the poor man will say, oh, she's materialistic. No, no lady is materialistic. She only has value, she has taste. So, she cannot uh, be excused for your poverty. No. So, it's all part of dressing. So, if you want to be respected, you must look your best. Wear good perfume. Wear good clothes. Wear iron. Polished shoes. Look your best. And that way when you look your best when when you dress well you've scored 50 percent of the requirements for greatness greatness can be dressed you can you can dress for greatness likewise you can also dress for mediocrity very important in the bible as well there was a party where the wealthy merchant threw the gates open. He brought everyone. But the Bible says he took a walk to look at the guests at his party. And he saw a man that didn't wear the right place. And he, he thought that that man should be banished from that place. Why? He was poorly dressed. When you are poorly dressed, you'll be denied of certain blessings and victory. For someone to listen to what you have to say, the person must invest his or, his or her time. Time to must give you his ear time. And it's a risk because if your, your life is a sum total of the wrong value system, by giving you his or her ear time, you can pollute and infect his or her spirit. So that's why great, great men and women, they are very, very selective with whom they give their ear time to. So that is why your, your dressing is the only way. In fact, your, your dressing tells them whether you are worth their ear time. Because when you, when you dress well, it shows that at least there's an element of excellence in you. You are worth listening to. So when you dress well, they are willing to take that risk to give you their ear time. And then you can now convince them with what you have to offer. But that is why acceptance or access is first visible. They must see you first. Before they hear you, they must see you to hear you. So your dressing is important. Never step out of your door without dressing according to the response you want to elicit from, from the public. If you want guys to um, talk on you, 
then you can dress seductively. If you want to attract kings, dress like a king. If you want to attract queens, dress like a queen. A time ago in Nigeria, where I'm based, several young young men love their life. Why? Because of their dressing. While on campus, certain court, court groups, they are associated by their dressing. So when you carelessly or innocently wear a particular color, and you happen to step into the den of another court group that they are fighting people or court group that have that color well, they will kill you. They won't, they won't want to, there will be no time to, to explain yourself. They want to hear what you have to say. So by seeing you alone, they have summarized who you are and they will kill you. So uh, people don't give you their ear. People, people hardly give you opportunity to speak. They must see you first. So when they see you, they summarize you already. So your your appearance summarizes who you are. Or take it very serious. How many young men and women have been arrested just because of how they dressed? Yeah. Oh, I'm a I'm a good person. I'm responsible. Yeah, you are here, but you, are, you dress like a courtist. Jump into that van. How many young ladies have been have been um, harassed because of how they dress? So you can you can you can destroy your reputation by your by your dressing. You must dress properly. You must dress adequately. You must dress according to what you want to receive from the public. All right, friends. That is it how to respect yourself so that people can respect you too. Part two, I said one, invest, reduce how you visit some people, especially if they don't visit you as well. Two, invest in yourself, make yourself happy. Three, stop entertaining gossip about other people. Nine, think before you talk. Why? 80% 80% of how people value you is what comes out of your mouth. And five, lastly, always look your best. Dress the way you should be addressed. Do this and your value in the eyes of people will hit their roots. God bless you as I sign out. The third series is coming shortly. You also be blessed with another five keys for earning the respect of others. Thank you and God bless you. Very, very warm greetings. My dearest subscriber, I want to take out time to appreciate you for subscribing to my channel and staying faithful to my podcasts. 
I don't take it for granted that you are connected to my teachings and I believe you are getting blessed and that is why you are still with me. My promise to you is that I would never negotiate on delivering value to you so that each time you tune in to listen to me it will be another valuable session that have the capacity of getting you to think getting your thinking getting your planning getting you into taking actions that will take your life from where you are to where you need to be so i'm grateful for your patronage all right on this episode i want to continue my teaching series i started the respect series where i shared how to respect yourself so that people can respect you too if you missed the first teaching series you can always go back to my podcast list and listen to the first one how to respect yourself so that people can respect you too part one and i shared five things i said one you need to stop looking for who is not looking for you two you need to stop begging three you need to stop saying more than is necessary four when people disrespect you confront them immediately and five don't eat other people's food more than they eat yours so in the last episode i discussed each of these five relevant points and i believe as you listen to them you'll be blessed and if you have listened to them i'm sure you are blessed and you also invited your friends to partake of that glorious diet so today on this episode i want to talk about the second series part two the topic still remains how to respect yourself so that people can respect you too i'll be sharing another five wisdom tools or lessons you must follow if you want people to respect you if you are ready let's go how do you respect yourself so that people can respect you too part two number one you must reduce how you visit some people especially if they don't visit you as well that's right reduce how you visit some people especially if they don't visit you as well this may sound unconventional but it's the truth if you are in the habit of visiting people who don't visit you before you know it you become a nuisance to them and when people consider you as a nuisance you will lose your respect in their eyes they will treat you like trash they will never take anything you are saying or doing serious so if you want people to respect you 
you must reduce how you visit some people. If you have that person around you that you always visit, but we never give out time to visit you, such a person you need to cut down on that your visit. It has been said that when you are too frequent at a place, when you are too frequent at a place, you are considered a disturbance. So if you don't want people to disrespect you, to insult you, to ask you what's the problem, why are you always coming here, especially the relatives or children of that person, you must be careful in how you hit people, right? Visitation must be ritual. But when you find out that you are the only one going out, going out, going out, you are the only one that is committed to seeing that friendship grow. Such a friendship is a parasitic friendship. So you need to reduce how you visit some people, especially if they don't visit you as well. You must protect your dignity. You must protect your personality from being insulted for no reason. Number two, you need to invest in yourself. Make yourself happy. That's right. The second way to get people to respect you is by what? Investing in yourself. Making yourself happy. People will not value you more than how you value yourself. In fact, it is what you show to others that they will appreciate or repel about your life. So if you are careless about your personal growth, nobody will take you serious. Nobody has time for a mediocre. In fact, nobody wants to associate with someone who is going nowhere. No one follows a packed bus. So if you want people to respect you, you must invest in yourself. You must invest in your growth. You must invest in your potentials. You must invest in your abilities. You must, be, you must invest in your wisdom. You must invest in your skills. You must make yourself happy. Be the person that people will always reference as that happy optimistic, positive, and motivating person, full of life. If people see that you are always dull, you are always pessimistic, there is nothing good about your life. They will never never come close to you. So if you want to be respected, you must invest in yourself. You must make yourself happy, right? Your happiness is a perfume that attracts others to your life. Bitterness is contagious. Happiness is contagious. So nobody will want to hang around you if you are always bitter. Why? Your bitterness will infect them and dull their spirit. So you must find a way to make yourself happy. Do things that make you happy. Do things that elicit laughter, gratitude and joy in you. Invest in yourself. Take that course. Take on that project. Do that thing that you know will advance your character and will advance your capacity. So if you want people to respect you, number two, you need to invest in yourself. 
need to make yourself happy. Hope you are getting value. Number three, if you want people to respect you, number three, stop entertaining gossip about other people. You heard me? Stop entertaining gossip about other people. Every loud-mouthed person will never attract the right kind of persons into his or her life. If you are loud-mouthed, you are always talking on others. You are a gossip. You are a backbiter. You are the one to give the latest information, latest gist. When someone is sad, you know. When someone is um, going through stuff, you know. And you are quick to announce. You are now called uh, you are an official radio presenter to report and announce. In fact, you give news. Now, to you, you are giving news, but why don't you know that you are making noise? When you intend to give news about other people's failures, troubles, and struggles, you are becoming a noise. And when you are a noise, no one will come close to you. So if you want people to respect you, stop entertaining gossip about other people. Because whoever you are gossiping to, equally gossip about you that thing you told the person in secret will be exposed you cannot share a private information and not expect it to go public someone told you something in confidence and in your character you opened your mouth right you made a private information a public discussion then your own life too would be taken out to the public so if you want people to respect you to like your presence and to love being around you you need to stop entertaining gossip about other people number four if you want to respect yourself how to respect yourself so that people can respect you too number four think before you talk Think before you talk. Why? 80% of how people value you is what comes out of your mouth. 80% of how people value you is what comes out of your mouth. My friend, your mouth is a revealer of the quality of your life. If you are a talkative, if you talk carelessly, if you talk without wisdom, nobody will respect you. People value you based on what comes out of your mouth. Words are like arrows. Once they've been released, they can never come back. You may have, many, many persons have um, destroyed relationships because of what they said. In fact, behind every quarrel, behind every protracted conflict in a relationship are words spoken carelessly 
are words spoken without meaning. Words spoken without wisdom. If you can control your mouth, you will control your destiny. If you can control your life, your mouth, you will win and score points with people. If you can control your mouth, you will go far. If you can control your mouth, you you will you will you will project a winning, admirable attitude that will attract not just anybody but the right person into your life. So, if you want to be respected by people, you must think before you talk. Why? 80% of how people value you is what comes out of your mouth. Very, very important. Are you known for, for gossiping? Are you known for telling lies? Are you known for, for letting out people's secrets? People tell you things in confidence. And before they know it, you have publicized a private information. With such a lifestyle, you will never be respected. With such a lifestyle, you will never be considered for anything good. Why? Nobody wants to hang around with a rabble rosa, a garrulous person, a talkative, someone who, who lacks self-control with his or her mouth. Your mouth may be the smallest of your organs, but it's the most powerful. Your mouth is a driver of your destiny. Your mouth is a driver of your life. What you say determines how people will see you. So if you want to be seen in good light, if you want to be seen and to have good standing with people, you will be careful, be selective, think, before you talk, talk with wisdom. Only talk when it is absolutely necessary. Is a wisdom saying for you. Number five, the last for today, for this episode. If you want people to respect you, always look your best. Yeah. Dress the way you should be addressed. This sounds like a cliche, right? The way you dress is how you be addressed. But it is an important and strategic lesson in managing your life and earning people's respect. You cannot dress like a prostitute and expect to be treated like a queen. You cannot dress like a motor packed out and expect to be treated like a king. You cannot dress like a charlatan and expect to be treated like royalty. Your dressing summarizes who you are. Nobody have the no, nobody may have the time to listen to you, to, to hear what you have to say about who you are. So the only thing they, they have to do is to look at your dressing. So your dressing tells them in few in few seconds who you are. So you don't oftentimes 
say who you are, you show who you are by your actions and your dressing. If people don't respect you, if people don't take you serious, they look down on you, it's high time you considered how you are dressing. As a lady, if every man that comes your way wants to speak with you, you must consider how you are dressing. You must consider what, what aroma are you sending out. So if you want to be respected, look your best at all times. Never be caught wanting. Dress in a way that whenever your opportunity comes, you'll be ready for it. If you follow the biblical story, the five foolish virgins. They are not dressed for they are not dressed for the occasion. And when the time to bless them came, they, because their dressing was a major requirement for that banquet. They had no choice but to go home to change. And while they went home to change, the bridegroom came and they left. So they missed their opportunity to be blessed because they were not blessed for that occasion. For some persons, because of how shabby and poorly dressed they, they look, when their destiny comes calling, they will take permission to go and change. And as you go to change, that destiny will be changed from you. So always dress in such a way that whenever your destiny comes calling, whenever an opportunity comes calling, you don't have to go back up to change. What you wear should be enough. In fact, when you leave your house, what you wear should be decent enough to enter any office of influence. Except you are going to the beach, let's say, you know this is a beach, so anybody who is coming to the beach should expect uh, to see uh, to see you in a bikini or in a top. But not when you are just going out to see friends and then you just anyhow. What if you meet the CEO of the company you are applying for and he tells you, I can't, let's interview people. What do you do? Oh, so let me go and change, let me go and wear this, let me go and change. So you must dress. It's such a way that your opportunity, your breakthrough will never meet you unprepared. Dress the way you want to be addressed. Dress the way you want to be treated. If people don't respect you, look at your dressing. If people don't um, listen to what you have to say, look at your dressing. You cannot be teaching people how to become a millionaire and yet you are dressing like a poor person yeah are you aware that there are some there are some contracts that they won't give that give you that contract if you are poorly dressed because your your dressing shows how responsible how attention to details you are in fact your dressing is even beyond clothes. Your choice of car too matters. Is dressing. So any 
outward appearance or disposition that is needed for purification in dressing. The kind of car you drive, all of the there are some there are some contrasts that while you are while you are coming, they, they set people to, 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 to observe the car you came in with. If the car you came in with does not does not communicate luxury or value, they can't give you that car. How can you how can I give you a a one billion contract and you are coming to, to meet me in a a bicycle or in a in a very very um, modest sedan or Toyota car. I won't trust you that money. Yes. Sometimes some people fly first class not because of they have the money, but it's part of the dressing. You will never find um, your maybe your destiny helper at that level of royalty in uh, economical class. Here you will meet you won't find kings in public places. You don't find kings in pubs. Kings are reflected in the VIP section. That is why in your city, make up your mind that at least once a week or a month, you 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 make use of the VIP sections of your local eatery. Of your of your local um, spa mall, whatever it is, the VIP session, because that is where you find kings. Because no pop man, no mediocre, would want to patronize the VIP session. But I would, I would, um, I will share this in another podcast. You know, if you tell uh, 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 someone that uh, uh, a poor person. That you bought something for, let's say, hundred dollars, or if you are, if you are, if you are, if you are, if you are in Nigeria, you bought something for hundred thousand naira. They will scream, "What? What a waste of money! What? You know, the Judas spirit. Ah, why do you use that amount of? Why do you waste that amount of of uh, of of oil?" You should have been sold and given to the poor. Why? So you can collect some part. You know, there is this negative mentality that comes with when you save without without not without wisdom. You don't save money to to hold it. You save money for investment. But for the poor, for the poor person, he saves to hold. The world is safe to invest, safe to, to use it on things that advance his life. So, if going by bus will take 12 hours and going by, by plane will take one hour, the rich man will pay for the plane. Why? So he can save time and save energy. But the poor man will, ah, how much is expensive? So, if you want to, if you want to attract kings, you must dress that way. Go, once in a while, go there. Pay for VIP tickets. Your 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 seat partner at that table will be a a a a a a, 
a destiny helper you've been admiring for long or a, an important influence in your stream that his contact will open door for you. They are all part of blessing. In fact, as a, as a young man, there are some ladies you want to propose to for friendship. They, they won't look at your face, they, they look at your shoes. Look at your wrists, to take your wrist watch and your shoes because to them, those things communicate value, communicates sophistication. So if as a, if as a man you are able to invest in quality shoes and wristwatches, it shows that you, you value your life or you, you take your life as a very serious project and you also value her. So but the poor man will say, oh, she's materialistic. No, no lady is materialistic. She only has value, she has taste. So she cannot uh, be excused for your poverty. No. So it's all part of blessing. So if you want to be respected, you must look your best. Wear good perfume. Wear good clothes. Wear iron. Polished shoes. Look your best. And that way, when you look your best, when, when you dress well, you've scored 50% of the requirement for greatness. Greatness can be dressed. You can, you can dress for greatness. Likewise, you can also dress for mediocrity. Very important. In the Bible as well, there was a party where the wealthy merchant threw the gates open. He brought everyone. But the Bible says he took a walk to look at the guests at his party. And he saw a man that didn't wear the right clothes. And he, he called that that man should be banished from that place. Why? He was poorly dressed. When you are poorly dressed, you will be denied of certain blessings and victory. For someone to listen to what you have to say, the person must invest his or, his or her time. Time to must give you his ear time. And it's a risk because if your, your life is a sum total of the wrong value system, by giving you his or her ear time, you can pollute and infect his or her spirit. So that's why great, great men and women, they are very, very selective with whom they give their ear time to. So that is why your, your dressing is the only way. In fact, your, your dressing tells them whether you are worth their ear time. Because when you, when you dress well, it shows that at least it's an element of excellence in you. You are worth listening to. So when you dress well, they are willing to take that risk to give you their ear time. And then you can now convince them with what you have to offer. But that is why acceptance or access is first visible. They must see you first before they hear you. 
they must see you to hear you. So your dressing is important. Never step out of your door without dressing according to the response you want to elicit from, from the public. If you want guys to um, talk on you, then you can dress seductively. If you want to attract kings, dress like a king. If you want to attract queens, dress like a queen. A time ago in Nigeria, where I'm based, several young young men lost their lives. Why? Because of their dressing. While on campus, certain court court groups, they are associated by their dressing. So when you carelessly or innocently wear a particular color and you happen to step into the den of another court group that they are fighting people or court group that have that color wearing, they will kill you. They won't try, they won't want to, there will be no time to, to explain yourself. They want to hear what you have to say. So by seeing you alone, they have summarized who you are and they will kill you. So uh, people don't give you their ear. People, people hardly give you opportunity to speak. They must see you first. So when they see you, they summarize you already. So your your appearance summarizes who you are. Or take it very serious. How many young men and women have been arrested just because of how they dressed? Yeah. Oh, I'm a, I'm a good person, I'm responsible, yeah, you are here, but you dress like a cultist. Jump into that van. How many young ladies have been, have been um, harassed because of how they dress? So you can, you can, you can destroy your reputation by your, by your dressing. You must dress properly. You must dress adequately. You must dress according to what you want to receive from the public. Alright friends, that is it. How to respect yourself so that people can respect you too. Part 2. I said 1. Invest. Reduce how you visit some people, especially if they don't visit you as well. 2. Invest in yourself. Make yourself happy. 3. Stop entertaining gossip about other people. 9. Think before you talk. Why? 80% of how people value you is what comes out of your mouth. And 5. Lastly, always look your best. Dress the way you should be addressed. Do this and your value in the eyes of people will hit their roots. God bless you as I sign out. The third series is coming shortly. You also be blessed. The mother five keys for earning the respect of others. Thank you and God bless you.